welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. We're cultural observers. And of curious minds. Get ready for sisterly banter while we chat about fixations, learnings, and personal growth. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Welcome to OK Sis. My name is Madela. My name is Scout, and the entire neighborhood just fucking heard you. Well, we need to project because guess what, Scout? What? We're in person and we're on the filming? Okay, don't look. You're going to look at the camera the whole fucking time. That's, uh, yeah, because I don't want to, people don't want to see your side profile. People want to see you head on. Oh, God. This is a different, this is a different level because now I feel not connected to you. Yeah. Just look at me through the viewfinder. I don't have my glasses. You think I could see fucking that far? (laughs) I can't see you. It's all blurry for me. I'm not wearing my glasses. Anyways, yes, sisters, we... uh, are in person IRL Scout and I together sitting next to one another and we have the vlog camera up and ready because we are going to lean into the video content um that the future is video even though we are an audio platform and <laughs> and you know channel. the future is audio plus video you know it's like a it's, right you the gotta video do is both. the 2.0 of the audio totally Yes. Okay, so we're doing a check-in today because I feel like we haven't really, really caught up in a long time. So we're going to do a lot of check-ins around personal life, career, blah, blah, blah. I have like 25 million stories to tell you. I don't understand. Like, what do you mean you have stories to tell me? Like, where, what? My life's wild. My life is wild. Okay. What the fuck do you mean? But listen to this. Before we get into current fixations and start the check-in. Yeah. So I was sitting with my husband at dinner because it was his birthday last week. Yes. Are you doing like an outfit check? Yes. I okay. No, I can't tell if I look like wild. Yeah. Well, you know, we're not video people, so right. people are gonna take what they can get. So, anyways, oh my god, this is not this is not the point of a fucking podcast. Oh, no, You're sorry. like posing sorry, in front of the sorry, camera. Sorry. Be here. Be here. Be here. Be here this is in like the when, okay. You know be what? Present. This is not working for me because it's like having a conversation with your significant other, and all they're doing is checking oh. their phone. This is true. So stop looking at the fucking camera. Yeah, but video 2.0. Also, put your hair back. You're not going to be able to see the video. Okay, this entire fucking episode is about the video. Stop it. That's the point. That's why we're doing no, the video. No, just let it film okay. us and right. stop. Stop it. Okay. Listen to my story. <laughs> I'm listening. So story. I, was with, I was with my husband at dinner. <laughs> Wait, hold on. This is... What? Wait. <laughs> Can we talk about how we got a podcast review? I want to, I want, okay, sisters, dear sisters, dear listeners, I would like to know if you, if you oh, agree are you with using, this Are you review? using the way I'm talking to you right now as proof of this, yeah. this review? Because yeah. let me just tell you before we begin, you had the motherfucking attitude before we turned on this mic to me this morning, so. No, okay, I'm just, I'm just, okay, this is off the rails. All right, we got a podcast review that said that this said that this girl cannot listen to OK Sis because of how much Scout talks down to me <laughs> and how much she belittles me, belittles me, and is rude to me and makes fun of me. And it's so funny. She texted, she texted me the the review and she says, "Hey, like, just want to check in. Like, do I do this <laughs> to you?" And I started crying laughing because I feel like I do that to you. Maybe the girl got it wrong. No, so I kind of understand maybe a little bit of where she's coming from. And and that was proof. That whole like exchange of you yelling and belittling me right now. Now I see what this woman. I think maybe she's enlightened me. Okay, fuck maybe off. she has opened my eyes to things that you are treating me poorly. You can go fuck off. Okay. Um. So I think what she means is because I'm your older sister. When we're on the podcast, there's times where I feel like I have to guide you and like help you and mother you. 
maybe that's it. it like it's older sister younger sister dynamic I I don't think that would equate to belittling, but she said literally that if her sister ever spoke to her the way <laughs> Scout speaks to Maddie, she would not be able to handle it. I just I don't see what she's saying. She honestly. called me pretentious and privileged. Well, that that's true. <laughs> okay, talking about belittling. I read that and I was like, you know what? Not everyone's gonna get you on the internet. You know what? We're not for everyone. We're not for everyone. We're not for everyone, and that's okay. And um, being vulnerable on the internet is realizing that you're not for everyone. Yeah. And you know, maybe, yeah, whatever. So you can tell me (laughs) if I ever belittle you. All right. I told um, you. That that, that was the moment. I just told you. Okay. Now now go back to your story. Oh, also I have one more thing to say. I finally realized, you know, the game Two Truths and a Lie. Yeah. And I fucking hate that. Well, we know what you're... No, no, no. We know what... I, I told you what you should put. That you, the Marvel. That, that you're into Marvel. Marvel. Which new Loki, I, new Loki uh, TV show. Holy fucking shit. Best Marvel TV show in the world. Amazing. Well, I don't like when you do Marvel content because I can't contribute. And mm. it's just like, I don't feel welcome. And... Well, you, you are the aficionado of binge watching so much content. And I don't know why you haven't gotten on the Marvel train yet. I I'm unaware as well. I don't know. We're we're trying, but it just it's so overwhelming. There's just so much. But again, That's never I also you. That's I know never stopped I'm you. season ten of Grey's Anatomy. Season ten, dude, you got to get on the Marvel of train. Grey's Anatomy. Maybe, do you know why maybe this confuses you or overwhelms you? Is because when there's a large quantity of content for like Game of Thrones or Grey's Anatomy, sure. it's one show. It's one through line. You know what I mean? It's it's one thing that you're binging. But with Marvel, there's... It's a universe. It's a universe. There's Captain America. There's okay. Iron Man. We there's know. Thor. There's Asgard. There's Loki. Okay. There's the Infinity Stones. Right. There's so much going okay. on. There's so anyways, WandaVision. Okay so, okay, so what I'm trying to tell, say is that I discovered what my two truths in a lie would be, finally, because I hate that game. Okay. All right, ready? Let's yeah. see if the sisters can, can figure it out. Number one, I'm a certified yoga instructor. Okay. Number two. I speak three languages. Okay. Number three. Okay. I've snuck in. in I've snuck into Coachella. Okay. Which I, mean, is, I know which is the lie. Okay. All right, sisters. I let mean, me. Everyone know. should know what that lie is. Actually, yeah, that That's lie is so bad. obvious. <laughs> Come on, it's so fucking obvious. <laughs> Matt is like, I'm tricking people left and right. You don't fucking okay. speak three languages. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Okay, I need to think of a better lie. But, the like, go- but the maybe tr- you can but say je m'appelle Maddie. Je, but no, no, but um, comment dit on. Oh, you, you don't. <laughs> You don't think Melody from Gia <laughs> thought that we no, spoke No, Melody French? from Gia did not think um, that we speak French. No, no, no. Uh, the, the, the good addition was the I snuck into Coachella. That's an amazing truth, but people could might have think it's a lie. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes. Okay, you. so I just wanted to say that that, that if you if you ever play two, two, two truths and a lie with me, <laughs> look gonna, out. Look out. She's busting <laughs> us left and right. Okay, go ahead with Jeez. your story. Okay, how long? <laughs> we have been talking for six. Okay, talk about belittling, not got, not giving me a voice on the podcast. Okay, okay, okay so I'm sitting at dinner with my husband. Let's start over because oh, it's his birthday. And he looks at me and he goes, bitty, bitty, bum, bum. And I go, Salina, bitty, bitty, bum, bum. And this is going to fucking blow your mind. He's like, oh, no, I meant a bitty, bitty, bum, bum, a bitty, bitty from Fiddler on the Roof. Is it Selena or Fiddler on the Roof? What the fuck? Does that not blow your mind? Because it totally... No. <laughs> we got Tevia. A bitty bitty bum bum. That's not no, no. what it is. 
what's the fiddler on the roof? I see I'm getting them confused. No. <laughs> I, get, I don't think he ever says bitty, bitty, bum, He bum. does in Fiddler on the Roof. I don't think so. So Tevia is paving the way for Selena. Cultures coming together. No, that I can't. I thought you were gonna really love that one. Uh, nope. All right. What's your next story? <laughs> you told me you have a lot of stories. God damn if it. They're all like this. I, we have a long road ahead of I us. I was like, we were FaceTiming you, you in the moment. We couldn't wait oh, to tell you. Oh, that's what you were trying to FaceTime me for? Yeah, literally. Oh, like, you were like, you're gonna want to pick up for this. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay, that is not. I, I really don't even think that's what he's saying. It is. We're going to look it up, and you're going to see that Selena plagiarized Tevia. Hot take. You heard it here first. On okay, sis. Oh, there's a fucking leaf in my hair. Well, we're outside, and it's not the most, you know, groomed area. Yeah. Oy vey. Okay, right. Looney. Looney's overheating, and she doesn't know that she can go inside because she has to be with me at all times. Okay, let's do current fixations before we get into the catch-up. episode. It's a catch-up. Oh, it's a catch-up. I have Should we some... get some ketchup for our catch-up? No, that's oh. an idiot pun. Okay. Okay. Moving on. My current fixation. This one's a good one. So I didn't really post it so much on Instagram because it was actually a little bit traumatic for me. I woke up one Sunday, beautiful Sunday, and my face looked like it was the bubonic plague. Mm-hmm. There. And yeah, you know, I don't really it? have so much acne, right? Okay, this is kind of a long story, so stay oh, with me. Jesus. This is really great, though. So my whole face was broken out. It was red. It was inflamed. It was bumpy. I washed yeah. my face, and it was... It was like a terrain. It was Ew. a rocky terrain. And I didn't oh. know what was going on. And so obviously I really hadn't used any different products basically. It was an allergic reaction clearly to something, right? And my face got so inflamed. And so I let a few days go by to see if it would get better. I thought it would subside. And it wasn't getting better. It was just getting worse. It was getting more and more inflamed and redder. And it burned and it was itchy. And it was bricks, breakouts everywhere. It was going down my neck. Okay. All right. All right. God, it was so bad. We got it. We got it. You also have explained this like five times on the podcast. Yeah, but this is the full story now. Okay. So I contacted this wonderful woman named Danielle who I'd met a few months or or like a month earlier, et cetera. She is known as the acne guru. I went to the dermatologist. They're like, take an antibiotic. It'll go away in three weeks. I was like, okay, that's great. So I went to Danielle and my current fixation is two parts. One, it is Danielle. Let me get her last name real quick. I wrote it down. Danielle Gronich. I hope Danielle, my love, that I spelled that wrong. Her Instagram handle, uh, pronounce that right. Her Instagram handle is danielle.the.acne.guru. So I sent her a picture. She's like, come on in. Let's get you in. Let's do this. So I go in, and I am going for like a mild chemical peel. Mm -hmm. And before she goes to extract, she says, we'll know very clearly if what's happening here is potentially a reaction to products. Like if you're using uh, pore clogging products, that's the reason why this inflammation and this thing is not able to like come out and run its course. Mm -hmm. So she said, if I pop one of your pimples and the bacteria, half of it is one color, the other half is another. There's two different textures. That means that part of it is your natural bacteria and the other part is product that's trapped under your skin. So she did that and she should have come with a trigger warning, trigger warning. (laughs) And so there's so we did that. And it in fact was that there was two separate types of bacteria living under my skin. Half was my natural and the other half was poor clogging products. Okay. so I'm not going to talk so much on the science of this because Danielle is a fucking wizard. But essentially, she gave this whole peel, whole treatment. I walked out three days later, my four days later, my skin was smooth. The next day was so much better. So it was just healing the marks. But the bumps were completely gone. 
she told me to not use any of my products and I used, so she has her own skincare line called Clear Stem, which is no pore clogging ingredients. So I had to basically throw out, not throw out, but not use a lot of the skincare that I'm using. And then I sent her every single product that I use. She's like, babe, most of these are pore clogging. And I was shocked at the amount of pore clogging ingredients are in mainstream, trendy, very popular skincare products. And so she has her own uh, skincare line with Kaylee, who's also amazing, called Clear Stem. So I've been using her stuff exclusively to heal and get this better, et cetera. And so it was just so illuminating because I never thought that I had quote unquote acne prone skin, but since my skin reacted the way it did to an allergic reaction, I do have that in my, in my like, you for sure have acne prone skin. I know. Skin. I just thought that acne prone skin meant that you were always breaking out. No. So it's that you're very, you're some... sensitive to like things will break you out easily. Yeah, Cause I've had gnarly pockets over the years. So anyways, Danielle completely changed my life. She wow. has, if you have acne prone skin sisters, if you go to clear stems website, you can, they have a list of acne, uh, pore clogging ingredients and you can plug in the ingredients on your skincare to see if it comes up. Wow. So you got to check all your ingredients. If you're in San Diego and you're having any sort of acne problem, go to Danielle immediately. She will help. She's a fucking godsend. And if you're looking for anti-aging and anti-acne products that don't clog your pores, Clear stem I am now using exclusively from now on, and any new product I add will be texted to Danielle and getting her stamp of approval. And wow. my skin looks great now, huh? Your skin looks great, looks smooth, no more terrain-like qualities. Yeah, and she's just fucking rad, you know? Like, she's a, she's a cool girl. So it's an all-around win. It's an all-around I mean, motherfucking win. We only, oh, look, Cleo and only, Looney are kissing each other. We only... Um, interact with rad women you know oh that is part of our That's, ethos that is uh a brand so anyways yeah Fabulous. She's, she's a fucking expert i love her all right i mean i'm gonna also hop on the skincare trend for the current fixation this week i got the necessaire body exfoliant dude me motherfucking too sandalwood changed my life sandalwood i'm wow sm- i'm smelling like i'm coming out of uh, a little labo store are okay we, are we on the same routine didn't know it I know. Same body routine. Same same body care routine. Oi. 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 That doesn't sound right. Nope. Anyways. Um, great product. I have been struggling to find a body exfoliant. I have chicken skin on my arms, which I need to you get do. like I need to get like an actual body wash for that mm-hmm. specifically. But I've been trying to look for a, a body exfoliant and it feels like it kind of takes off a layer of your skin a little bit and then I'll put on the Osea body oil afterwards just to make it feel like feel moisturized and slick. Oh, I actually feel a major difference in the softness of my arms and legs after I use the necessaire body. Yeah. Ex- I didn't It's a great exfoliant. It's a great one. I'm sensing this trend or the trend has arrived that mm-hmm. you know, skincare was all the rage and now people are really talking about the rest of your body. Oh yeah. No. Th- I mean, that was Glossier's tagline when they came out with their body wash and lotion it was like for the rest of your skin for like the 90 percent of your skin that we like (laughs) neglect basically we're so obsessed with our face uh skincare that we don't talk about the rest of our body but uh yeah they they make great products i'm sure most of us have uh have tried it One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. 
Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Johnny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. 
You know what I just realized? Um, the other day I was thinking that I forgot you have tattoos mm. because they're just so I ju- they're camouflaged onto you now. Mm-hmm. I don't notice them. Me either. Isn't that wild to I don't think about? The other day I was like, does Scout still have? I thought I thought maybe you had gotten them all removed because I haven't seen them in a while. But it's just because I see them so much; it's like part of your body. Yeah, and they're. I mean, they're. I have a good amount on my arms, but the way that they're placed, you know, they're placed on the inside, so, it, so I don't, you don't look see like somebody it. with tattoos. Right? Yeah, because you don't see them. I am though. The skull on my side, I am gonna get redone. I would get that shit removed. Yeah, that one I'm that one I'm not a fan of. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that one either. It's a long story. You you literally showed up with it. It looks like a Tumblr girl basic chuggy tattoo. Mm. And I was like that's ugly mm. and you were like I don't care. Mm. And that is that is your attitude towards tattoos. You and, don't care about anyone. And you know, the reviews say that I be little mads. <laughs> When she literally looked at me, fresh tattooed, and said, that's ugly. <laughs> that's ugly. <laughs> Show them. Now that no, we're on the video. No, 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 no. I don't like that one, so I'm not going to. Oh, okay. So you, so I was right. So, okay. I know what the moral of the story is. You should listen to your sister. Um, no. If I listened to you, I'd be drinking whiskey at this point. Oh, I mean, that's a good idea. If I listen. It's no, always a good idea. You should listen to me. This is why the whole podcast started, because you listen to me. This is true. Okay. This is true. Also, um, I see that you're wearing a scrunchie on your wrist. Mm-hmm. Very trendy. Oh, it's Crown Affair. On the, on the po- I mean, of course. We only use Crown Affair. We only dabble in the Crown Affair. We know what? We only dabble in the Crown Affair. We only dabble in the Crown Affair. All right, let's get into our catch-up. Okay. I mean, I I honestly, we're going rogue here. I, I don't know what's on the agenda. You sent me a little outline, which was very off-brand for you. I was very confused. I'm like, well, why is there an outline? I basically have stories that I want to tell, and I figured, how can I tell the story in an organized way that makes Maddie allow me to tell all the this stories? This was the outline. So I created so, This was the outline. <laughs> Intro, girl fixations, catch-up. I was like... That is no. the format of our show every single time. You did not read. I had four separate themes in the catch-up. Okay. What did they? Well, you... Stories? You came unprepared. Okay. Okay, so we're going to give one personal catch-up story about something ha- that has happened in our personal life in the last month that we would like to talk about. I'll go first. So, it was a Saturday. Oh, was it a Saturday? Oh my God. What is happening? And my husband was driving up, Adam was driving up to Orange County. And I didn't realize that he was spending the night there. And so he like literally is telling me this as he's walking out. I said, oh, I, I got the, the house to my house. Who is he sleeping over at? at AJ's. Oh, AJ's not, not his side chick. Okay, let's calm it down here. So I said, whoa, I have the whole house to myself. Like, oh, what, I love that what should I do? And I had the idea. I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to do a little microdose. I'm going to do a uh, little microdose. Of since shrooms? I, yeah. Since I did that by myself before, I knew I was a good experience. I was going to do it again. So as I am going, I realized that Adam took the scale because he was making coffee up in Orange County. So I couldn't oh, no. measure. Oh, no. Then I seep I don't know it. where this is. I don't like where this is going. Then I seep the tea and I accidentally. Oh, it's not, tea. So I'm not thinking. I throw the water out. Like, I strained the water out. I was like, wait, I was supposed to use that. And so then I put more mushrooms in because I figured that I diluted the potency. Anyways, I'm sitting outside. Let's say it's 2 p.m. 2 p.m. You were doing 
shrimps? And I'm reading my book and I look up. Oh no, you see a dinosaur. No, and the sky is just so blue. Oh Jesus. Okay. And I start looking around and all of a sudden I say to myself, oh, I'm fucking high. <laughs> I am motherfucking high. Sisters, I have never had a full mushroom trip. I've microdosed briefly once. Wow. Very different experience, let me tell you. And, you know, I wasn't going to call somebody because I was afraid that if I called somebody, they'd be really freaked out and then I would get freaked out. Why did you want to call someone? Because you sh- probably shouldn't do shrooms alone. Right. But I said to myself... That didn't stop you from doing it at the Parker, Palm Springs. Yeah, but microdosing is way different than right. a full trip. And so I'm sitting there and I said, okay. I said, I'm going to surrender. This is my life for the next six hours. Oh I am going to I let the mushrooms do what they want with me. And I had a six-hour crazy What day was this? Trip. Was this last week? This was about three weeks ago. Okay, and so what? What realizations did you come off of? So my friend, I was with my friends the other day, and they were telling me about how they did shrooms and how it's like completely life changing, and it changes your entire perspective and mindset. And I need to do it. As, okay, as per Sahara Rose, I need to partake. So here's what I'll say about it. Um, for me specifically, mushrooms. I think mushrooms is a really great way to open somebody up to a place that they want to go. In my experience, I have been doing so much spiritual work for the past year that by the time I had my mushroom trip, it was just confirmation of everything I already know. So, no, it's true. Like, I was... She's so involved. I knew you were going to say that. But, like, truly, I... There was nothing that I... There were some things that were confirmed. There were things that made more sense to me, like the yin and the yang and why and how that we need to integrate darkness versus pushing it out. Like, we always know that, but the wisdom kind of integrates on more of a cellular level into your body. Um, I just... It was just... You know, I did some dancing, I did some journaling, I did some laying around and listening to music. But for me specifically, one, it kind of feels like you're high on weed and that's not really what I love so much. Don't love that. So can you sit forward? So I didn't really, um, I didn't really appreciate that part, but the, the stuff that I revealed was really just that I'm on the right path. You know, I did have the moment where you feel source energy, you feel God and, but I, I feel that with or without mushrooms. So I don't think that mushrooms for me is the vehicle to realize Self-actualization. Yeah, it was more of a confirmation that the self-actualization work that I've been doing over a year is really great. I can imagine, though, if I hadn't gone through a lot of spiritual work in the last year, if I did this a year ago, it would have unlocked it much quicker and I would have been able to see the vastness of the universe of God, of nature, of the world, all that stuff. But since I had already... Like, I kind of trip on mushrooms without being on mushrooms. Like, I was listening to Circle of Life the other day, cleaning, and I was just, I had the reaction that someone on mushrooms would have, right? Like, being so in touch with the flow of life, with the flow of the Circle of Life, with how this planet is, with the animals, all that great stuff. So, it was, it was a big, big testament to the fact that I treated it like, okay, let's see how strong I actually am now. Wow. Let's see how strong I become with my mental illness. Let's see how strong my spiritual practice is. And let's see if I can guide myself through a mushroom trip. And I did. That is so powerful. Scout, I'm so proud of you for doing shrooms alone. 
That's like really, really brave. I'm feeling like she's talking down to me. <laughs> and I'm wondering if you had a sister, sister, <laughs> would you allow your I mean, sister look, to talk I to you? I would never I would never do shrooms alone. I don't think no, you that, shouldn't. I, I don't you think I have not. the mental capacity or the stamina or the strength, the inner strength to do it alone. That being said, I am very open to this experience. I would like to witness. I would like to feel myself on the shrooms. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. I'll walk you through it, but I can't. No, I don't want to do it with you. But I'm going to be sober. Oh, no. Come on. That's weirder. No, it's not. That's weird. I would be self-conscious. That's like me being super drunk around a sober person. Like I just get get self-conscious. No, you don't. My my friends told me that you don't. I would with you because I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like a lot's going to unearth and you're going to be crying and someone needs to. Let's do ayahuasca. No. Okay. Like baby steps. Jesus. Okay. So if you, if you're on mushrooms and you come up with a limiting belief or a past trauma that needs healing and you start crying hysterically and the only people with you are on mushrooms, how are they supposed to help you? Because that might trip them out. And then you'll feel alone. So it just, you should have someone there that can help you. Okay. All right. Let's, let's plan it out. Because I'm willing to be that guide. Oh, I don't know if I, I don't know. Okay. Let's, we'll, we'll, we'll table that for now. Okay. What's your catch up personal story? Wow. I mean, let's see. I. Can you beat the accidental shrooms? No, not at all. There has been nothing exciting going on in my life. Um, I guess the only thing, there's two things. I recently restarted therapy, Mm. going to therapy. Um, which I just realized how much I needed it. And, uh, you know, I quit therapy a couple months ago because it was getting a little pricey, which I'm sure most people can relate to. So I found this therapist. She is actually pretty for- affordable, which is amazing. It's through a company called Tia. If you look them up, they are this like trendy women focused healthcare provider, basically. And they have therapists and they have um, IUD insertion and Not outsertion. Out the outsertion. The outsertion. Not the insertion for me. Um, I need to get mine switched. Oi, vey. I'm like, I am. I can't even think about it without wanting to cry. It's like uh, putting a dinosaur up your vagina. It is. It is the worst pain I have ever experienced. Yeah, I almost passed out after. Most people do. I because what I had to get mine, uh, get one out and another one in, and it was the worst feeling. I, I okay. We're going to continue on. So I restarted therapy, which has been net positive. Great decision on my part. So happy. Uh, You know, I I left therapy. I thought like, oh, I I have the tools now. Like I can I can continue. I I have had a lot of realizations about my about my life through therapy and I can now take those on and don't need a therapist. Not the case. Okay. Never the case. Never that's, the that's, case. That's like the mentally ill person that goes on medication and they're like, I'm feeling great. Don't I'm need done. the meds anymore. Right. Ex- exactly. That's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. So basically lie you what tell I, yourself. If you're look if you need a sign to go back into therapy, this is it. Because what I've learned is that although you feel like you have the tools and although you feel as though you um, have uncovered a lot and are stepping into a much clearer uh, look into your inner self. 
therapy just helps to maintain that on a more consistent and regular basis is what I've learned. Also, life just keeps going. There's always new challenges. Life keeps fucking going. Is that a song? I think it's a song. Life keeps going. Now it's a song. And we're going to therapy because the challenges are consistent. All right. So no one... um, no, no one copyright that because that was my <laughs> um, Anyway, so that, that's been a major change in my life. Not as exciting as shrooms, but you know what? Baby steps. Uh, and then the next thing was I went to New York City. I took a trip. It was my first flight. Out How of- did it feel? How annoying is it to wear a mask that long? Terrible. Um, I was suffocating. I almost had a panic attack. It was nice. Nice time. And uh, went to New York City, visited visited my high school friends, and it was hot AF. And what I realized was that Maddie does not do well in the humidity. Okay, we know this. Yeah, we knew I can't this. believe you went. I, I, it's a non-negotiable for me. I will not go anywhere that's humid. I don't even want a 44% kind of thing. Nope. It's, it's a no for nope. me. It's a no. I was when you reminded. Look at, the worst yes. thing you could do is you wake up and you look at your weather app and it says 95% humidity. It was That's a hot rain. That's just walking through a hot rain. It was like walking through hot honey. Blech. It was so and uncomfortable. And then the city's like gross, you know. Humidity in the city's the worst. Yeah. Look. But it looks like you had a great time. If you're from New York if you're living in New York City, like you're fine. You're you're having a good time there. Uh oh, not for me. Being on the subway in the humidity. No, 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 because the oh. sub no, the subway is has AC. So it's actually not all good. but not all of them used to. Okay, but they have they all have AC now and they also have Wi Fi. Oh, shit. So they're fucking 11 and 11. And during COVID, they now have Apple Pay. So you don't have to have a Metro card. Oh, it was incredible. I was like, oh, so took you, them long enough. You got on the subway. Of course. I didn't get it. It was too much for me to be on the subway with COVID. <laughs> with COVID, not like in life. Oh, with COVID. Come on. We, you I don't know. Were vaccinated. I know, but it was it was the first thing, and yeah. I wasn't super. And But the Uber was like $45. Oh, I know. Yeah, the Ubers are insane. Anyways, so yeah, I went to New York City. It was such a fun trip. I mean, eating and drinking constantly. What is new? And, you know, I just, I love visiting new restaurants. I love, I'm just, you know, I'm such a foodie. So it was just nice to see, go to all the places that I've been wanting to to go to. Yeah, and shout out to Glory. Uh, you really put her through the fucking ringer with the TikTok. She was, she had no choice. She was showing up and I felt her pain. So many, all she your, ins- wa- okay. <laughs> your Instagram stories, I, I think I DM'd you and I said, I'm so I'm sorry, so- I told her. I said, my sister is apologizing to you. So Glory's brother his name is jace norman probably our listeners do not know who this is but he's a famous nickelodeon star child star Uh, okay uh think of it like colin dylan sprouse yeah yeah yeah. okay he's like very very like hannah montana style Mm -hmm. but it's like our generation doesn't really know him obviously because like we don't watch nickelodeon of course so he is very famous so she is his brother so (laughs) she has just like a ton of instagram followers and all these stands that whenever she posts a video or eight years old probably yeah they're like eight years like they're like eight eight eight-year-old fans yeah yeah, and so whenever she posts anything and tags me in her story i get like hundreds of followers so i always tell her to tag okay sis just so like we can get some more you know listeners some more eight-year-olds some more listening to me at beyond <laughs> shrooms that's that's that tracks that's good so anyway so Glad we're changing the world every one time at a time oh it was fabulous so like and then oh my god wait this is a great story i totally forgot to tell you so 
So anytime I'm with her, I get so excited because I'm like, okay, like for, for Mad's world, for the YouTube, like do a swipe up, please. Because like I need all the subscribers and like all, you know, all the her little minions come and uh, the Jace Norman minions <laughs> come and follow wow, me. Wow, tapping into a new demographic. <laughs> I know. So... Uh, so yeah, I made her do a TikTok because she likes, she, she likes TikTok. She likes to lean into it and be funny with me. And my other friend was not willing to participate and that is fine. Like me. Um, I need to get verbal consent from each person that enters my TikTok and YouTube space and they consented and sorry if, if I make you do things, but that is what content never dies. Okay. So Glory, uh, mean never sleeps, never sleeps, content never sleeps. Yeah. So Glory and I did some TikToks and she was, she was very, she was a willing participant good for her yeah she really stepped she was brave i would call her <laughs> i don't know if i would call her brave i would call her she has a high threshold high threshold okay so this is actually a huge update great for the catch-up hi <laughs> did what? you see bill hater one of the no that would have been the first thing i would have said can okay. you imagine you're yelling and you gotta put the mic down also Remember, we're working on my this. birthday is in a month so you have one month to get bill Hader on the you pod literally go fuck yourself you have one month i'm expecting it just his so pr know. person is so annoyed with me it's i mean i follow he, it's a thing you we you have one month i'm gonna be on my birthday i'm gonna be on the mic ready for him to pop on the zoom oh no Oh so no. fucking get your shit together. Do, All right. Who do I have to... Wait, this is the big update. You're going to die. One of the Jace Norman stan accounts made me a fan account. No. Yeah. No. I'm done. I'm done. Yes. Am I, I on it? No. It's Does, just is it me. posted on a lot? It's like Maddie-Mayo-1 or something. And it's like they tag, they they take all the videos that I did with Glory and put them on the feed. Do they do anything else? Have they no, posted it's just since? Me. No, it's just me and Glory. <laughs> oh. They're like, they're like, Glory and her beautiful friend, Maddie. You know, I wonder about those fan accounts. Are those little children or are they old men? They're li they're little children because it says who it's run by, and it's like this like beautiful girl. That's um, cute. She's a stan. So now now we have a Maddie Mayo stan account. Well, did you bring her over to OK Says? Or are you um, keeping her selfishly to yourself? Well, I don't know if she knows about OK Says. Well, if she if there's a fan account <laughs> based off you, she should know about OK Says. I I know. I I I need to DM her and be like, hey, if you want to like. Uh, promote the podcast. <laughs> oh God, this is the level. We got eight-year-olds running around town. Oh wow. Anyways, good so, for you. Good for you. I know. I really. Uh, so How did that make you feel? You know, I felt like I made it um, for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> like, literally for being Glory Norman's friend. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh wow. I'm sorry that when you forced me to do tiktoks that doesn't that happen. doesn't and then i don't get fan accounts no i'm sorry <laughs> as about a that. result i know um yeah so that that was that's an update that's that, update. that's an update wow our life is colorful <laughs> okay so next update is career so i want to hear what's going on with camber i'm going to give you an update on scott's agency so since i don't even know what happened to me sisters so at the end of last year i was cruising with basically one employee I was, you know, the workload was manageable. I was hanging out, making good money, all the stuff. And I was like, you know what? This is great. Let's do this forever. And then I got bored and I decided to do some more shit. 
And so since then, we are now, I just hired another person. I've hired two people this year. And we are now a team of five total, including me. And we are not only upping our roster significantly, we've increased prices, we've increased the way we do uh, work with our clients, all that good stuff. If you sisters don't know, the main thing that we do is that we get high profile women as guests or not even high profile women, any female entrepreneur, um, whether you're an author, whatever, whatever, as guests on podcasts. And so it feels a little bit as if a whirlwind has hit me in the sense that we've taken on some rapid growth, which I'm so proud of. But in that, our business model right now is one-to-one clients, and I want to provide other revenue streams to diversify that a little bit because if two clients go, there's always this pressure to make sure the roster is at like full capacity at all time to bring in the money and support now five of us. Um, so we're launching a course, which I'm really excited about, which is getting yourself as a guest on podcast. It's a self-led course, videos with me. Maz is editing some of the videos, and it basically teaches everybody um, – our proprietary system to getting women as guests on podcasts. And then I'm having another stream coming out later this year, which I cannot speak about yet, but it is the biggest thing I've ever done in my entire fucking life. And it's taking a lot out of me. So I have kind of felt as if I've gone from, in a sense, not being a solopreneur because I had, you know, an employee, but at this point it feels a lot more like I am taking myself out of the weeds of my business, stepping a lot more into that CEO role who's looking at overall strategy, overall management, being the face of the company, et cetera. And so the growth, revenue, team, systems, ideas, creations, projects that has happened in the last few months, I am trying to catch up to how incredible it is, but it's definitely forced me to have to emotionally grow significantly as a boss as well as be able to figure out the best way to manage my time because the schedule is getting a little daunting and I need to make sure that everywhere I put my energy is building the agency forward and not depleting my energy, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot of up-leveling coming coming through. So It's, it's actually crazy. I, I was so proud of myself the other day. I was crying in the shower because I just recognized as that. We, as we do. There's something happening, sisters, in two months that you'll hear about in two months, but... The magic that's coming together around that is so insane. And I'm just really proud of myself because I've hit so many goals with the agency this year. I have walked straight through the fire. I have added people to the team when it was uncomfortable. I'm taking on more financial responsibility. I'm investing more money than I've ever invested. And it feels really good. We love to see it, Scout. Yeah? Yeah. You do? We do love to see it. Are you proud of me? We love a happy and proud Scout. A happy and proud but tired Scout. Yeah. We don't want you to be burned out, though. We're It's a, it's actually a really big balance. And, you know, this goes back to the conversation around kind of, you know, hustling. Because the way my brain works, I produce so many ideas that I want to implement immediately that I'm technically just so excited to do all of these things and right. so then I go after and I was like yeah we're going to create a course and then we're going to do a mastermind and then we're going to create a communications campaign and then I'm going to do a newsletter we need and to prioritize though but I, I know like but too the, much the point is is that I love doing all this but in order to do this I have to create strict parameters about how I use my time Energy. including including what I'm doing socially outside of work sure because in order to create the goals that I'm creating and 
you know, I spoke with your, your boyfriend about this. Like, this is just a busy time in my life. And I know that the end of 2020, 21 is probably going to be a slower time. Right. So to get through these few launches, I had to be really, really, I'm trying to figure out how to be very organized and mindful about what I take on for the first time. Sisters, this is a big one. For the first time, I actually assess opportunities and say no. (gasps) And when people DM me and say, Hey, can I pick your brain about X, Y, and Z? I say, yes, you can email my assistant. Here's my hourly motherfucking consultant rate. That's a big deal to start saying no to opportunities. It means that you value your time. I value my time so much now that if anybody wants a portion of it, it has to be an equal value exchange for me. And if, if, if that triggers you and you think that's either A, selfish, or B, thinking self-importance, I invite you mm. to step into and read We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers and start making some million-dollar decisions versus what she calls broke-ass decisions. Oh, shit. Shit. Outsource that shit. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Scout, these are these are great things. I'm also very proud of you. I have seen the up-leveling. I've seen the work, and it's all coming together. Yeah, I'm so It's excited. all flourishing at yeah. one time, which is fabulous. Yeah. Um, you know, I I recently have been interested in this concept called micro self-care Ooh. activities. Oh, my battery's about to die on the camera. We love that. Um, micro, micro what? Say micro again? self-care activities Ooh, or tasks. Love that. So basically, I think that most of us, when we think of self-care, it's like these grandiose, longer activities whether it's working out for an hour Mm -hmm. it's meditating for 20 minutes it's journaling for 20 minutes like these are big chunks of time it's the manifestation work it's all therapy is an hour you know but the morning routine the morning routine the mother it's it's everything so i've been thinking of how can you break down larger self-care tasks into these mini things that you can enjoy throughout the day and sprinkle it in like a stretch not like stretching for an hour a stretch Mm. a walk around the block a cup of tea and really uh really being mindful about those tasks and being excited uh to sprinkle them in throughout your day so that you feel like you're taking care of yourself and it doesn't have to be this like longer time commitment I love that so much yeah I love it so much and I think it's that's such a great way to frame it because I think that if we think about it that way, then when we intentionally go make the cup of tea or when we intentionally take three deep breaths, yeah. it'll be like, oh, wow, I just took care of myself I in that minute. I just took my sk- Yeah, and it's one minute. I love that. Yeah. That's great. We need to brand that into a really great word. Micro self-care activities. Micro self-care activities. There's micro the dosing self-care. Nope. <laughs> Well, all right. It's a microdosing self-care. It's a microdose of the self-care. We love that. I um, love that. That's so great. Anyways, I just, I just wanted to. I'm going to start thinking about that more. I just wanted to, you know, insert some some new uh, philosophies into the sisters' brains. That's a good philosophy. Uh, okay, so Camber. Camber's doing fabulously. You know, I actually did want to give this update, and I think you're going to be very, very excited for me, Scout. Mm. For the first time. Not the first time, but I had a, I had a very... A moment of clarity where I felt true, genuine, unadulterated inner pride. Wow. Oh, my God. Wait, where did it come from? Tell me everything. I don't know where it came from, but I... It wasn't like one moment something happened. You just internally felt it randomly? Yeah. 
I even am, better. Yes. Even better. It's not attached. It's to not an attached outcome. to an external thing. Wow. So, okay. Also, side note, your your eyelashes look amazing. Okay, keep going. They always do because they're very long. Mm. Just letting you know. If uh, uh, whenever someone says someone says like, "What's your favorite part about your body?" It's my eyelashes. Whoa, I've never noticed them until this moment. Even though I've stared into your eyes multiple fucking times. I have spider legs for eyelashes. Also, our eyes are kind of similar. Nope. You don't see me when you look in my eyes? Nope. I mean, you don't see yourself? I kind of mm, see me. Nope. We both have poop brown eyes. Mine are darker than yours, right? Yeah, so yours are more shit colored than okay. mine. Okay. That's good <laughs> news for me. That's good news. <laughs> okay, tell me about this enterprise. Yeah, so um, it actually happened before. Oh, this is actually a very interesting thing I'm realizing in this moment is I felt this inner pride for just how much I've been doing, I think. Um... I always knew this about myself, but I never uh, admitted it, I think, to myself to be like, hey, you do a shit ton, yeah, right? I, I usually just say, oh, no, this task is not, you know, I don't know, I, 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 I downplay mm-hmm. a lot of the things that I get done in a, in a day. I don't know, again, if that's just something where I think I should be doing more, there's like, I'm not reaching the potential, whatever the thing in, in my brain, but last week... I've been really, really trying to reorient my brain around what productivity means to me. And I read this amazing quote that I put on my Instagram story by Sari Azut, I think is her last, uh, pronouncing her last name. She has this substack called uh, Own Check Your Pulse. There it is. Check Your Pulse. And it's fabulous. And she talks about tech and things, but she had this little paragraph where she was like, productivity to me no longer means complete burnout back-to-back zoom calls um like an and a, a, a my overwhelming amount of things on my to-do list a whole you know busy 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 that is no longer what productivity means to me it means genuine slowing of time and actually digesting what i'm intaking actually taking time to think and reflect on things and read and be more mindful about my time and so that really that resonated with me because I feel like these past couple months I have been in that mindset of like, oh my God, if my to-do list is not thousands of things or if I don't have millions of Zoom calls back to back to back, therefore I'm not quote unquote productive. And it's like, why do we need to have this complete uh, exhaustion by the end of the day in order to signal that it was a productive day? I just, I'm no longer of that camp. I just like don't, I don't feel that anymore. So... I just, you know, I realize that how how much I'm doing and I also feel very balanced and I feel like I do take time for myself and I find the time to work out and I find the time to to do those micro self-care tasks. And I'm also doing all the things that I do and all the projects and taking little mini steps forward. Every day is one little step forward in progress. And I think Ben always says this to me. He's like, did you take one step towards making Camber a reality yeah I did I posted an Instagram that built the community and even though it wasn't a monstrosity big step every day which I think in my brain I've always thought like oh my god I only did one little thing therefore I'm not making progress but that's not the case it's all these teeny tiny little shuffles forward what the oh my god fuck was was that so weird the canopy just did this weird thing sisters we're outside oh god anyways so that's all to say um, I just felt this inner pride at, for myself and how much I'm doing. And I invite you sisters to just like reflect on, on how much shit you do and feel 
feel happy for yourself and proud of yourself. I love that. Yeah. That's really beautiful. You yeah. also are very good, I think, at the rest. You've always been so good at that, I think. Yeah. Even when you are, even though you do so many things and you are juggling a lot of plates right now, mm-hmm. um, you've always been so good at, at taking rest that's long form. So mm-hmm. your weekends are always so precious to you. You really unwind at the end of the day. And I've always admired that in you. But yeah, I, I, I think there's also something that I feel like 2020 taught us is that there's a lot of fat that we can cut out yeah that we can get to our goals at the same at the same even at the same timeline in the same six quote-unquote success rate by doing like 30 percent less because that 30 percent there's a lot in there that we don't Mm -hmm. actually have to be doing i also am just i'm adopting this new mentality that doing things slower and at a slower pace does not equate it, it doesn't make you lesser than yeah. Does that make no, sense? Not like at all. I think like especially the entrepreneurial mindset is like get there fast, break things fast, 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 or fail. Whereas I just why can't why can't we just take it slow? Like you could just do things slower. <laughs> like it doesn't it really does not need to be done at this exact moment. Does it you know? And yeah. I think I think a lot of entrepreneurs have that mindset where they think if they don't get somewhere fast, they will fail and someone else will swoop in or whatever the case is. Whereas I think yeah. you just need to be a little more intentional with your projects and understand that, like, you don't need to fucking... Lo- these are arbitrary deadlines. deadlines. Like, you literally could take your time. I love having these conversations with you just because it's so interesting for me to hear because I never resonate with, with those things that, that you resonate with in that sense. Like, so I move really quickly, but it's never because I feel like someone else is going to swoop in or I have to receive a, an external timeline validation, etc., it's always because I just have fast energy that likes to move and it, and it fills me up and it lights me up and it makes me really happy. And so I follow that significantly. Well, you know me, I have really good balance and rest a lot, but it's just so interesting to me to see what societal, what for certain people. yeah, or like what societal conditioning we pick up yeah, based upon who we are, where we're at. Like you picked up the thing of, I have to be somewhere really quickly where that's just not something that resonates with me or like I never feel my sense, my sense of worth. I never think that my sense of worth is diminished if I didn't have a packed day. Mm. I never equate that ever. Oh, so that's like completely. That's completely. That's so because I hear and I understand that maybe when I come to the conversation with hustle culture talk, there's a part of me that's totally not getting what other people are talking about just because that's an aspect of my life that I don't subscribe to or or feel in a sense does that make sense and so I feel confused at times when I talk to you because that's not my emotional experience around productivity and entrepreneurship I have a completely different experience yeah and I think it's just recognizing that there's no right path there's no right path. and I think that's why I because I don't I don't ascribe to hustle culture and that aggressiveness I sometimes thought that I would never become an entrepreneur. Yeah. But the, but entrepreneurship looks so different for every single person. I yeah. don't know. It's really not about one also, we didn't mentality. Also, we didn't become entrepreneurs to fulfill somebody else's projection and mentality. We became entrepreneurs to make sure that our daily lives are filled with what fills us up specifically right. and individually. And so that's where I always get confused because I'm like, wait, I became an entrepreneur so I could do this. But, like, why are you telling me that I have to be a certain way? Or, like, why does this have to be defined? And 
Yeah, that's like the that's that's literally going against everything entrepreneurship. Yeah, is. entrepreneurship is literally you doing, doing your own shit and you doing what works for you. Right. Yeah. Isn't that, that is funny? So, look at us. That's so funny. We should write a book on this. Okay, you and me, two the, two different perspectives. Two, you and me, two different <laughs> perspectives. <laughs> that's the name of my book. Incredible. Okay, sis. You and me, me two different perspectives. <laughs> One belittles the other. (laughs) I love you. I'm so proud of you. you. That's a really big thing that I, you know, I think sisters might not see. I mean, obviously they don't see how much goes on off the mic when we talk about our career and dreams and pursuits. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so proud of the path you've walked down. You truly, it's been crazy to see you deal with things that, you know, that were, I don't want to say the word issues or problems, but stuff that maybe you had insecurities around or or blocks like energy blocks, such Mm as imposter syndrome and this idea of a timeline, which paralyzed you from starting. You're just really breaking through fear. And while you're breaking through fear, you're also redefining and reexamining what, what philosophy and theory works best for you while also identifying that you're doing a lot and Mm -hmm. you know, you can be not in the hustle culture and do a lot. You can be successful and not do a lot. There's so many different ways to do this game. And the beautiful thing is, is that I love how you're super finding the right thing. And I love how, you know, I can sit here and be like, yeah, that totally doesn't work for me. And yeah. I do my thing and, and it and works. You don't, you don't have less respect for no. the, one or the other. It's no. just I think how it's people amazing. operate. And hearing you speak the way you speak, it's, it's so inspiring for me because you were able to take something that you thought you quote unquote should have to be or right. should do. And you're saying, yeah, no, I, I'm going to do it this way. Cause this way actually feel, feels better, feels for, better me. for me. That's right. the whole point. That's the whole point of all this, right? So true. I'm so proud of you. So proud of you, too. I just love you. So proud of you, too, sister. I don't know why the fuck we're sitting outside, though. I'm schwitzing. Schwitzing. Vagina sweat. Oh, God. It's the whole package. But uh, we love you so dearly, sisters. We hope you enjoyed this catch-up. If you want us to do more of these, I feel like this was a fun little, like, you know, all over the map, even though we had an agenda still was chaos i love these episodes because chaotic we can energy go, only we, yeah we can go into so many that's my favorite part about when i chat with you on an okay sis episode we start silly we go to series we go back to silly it's fucking everywhere so anyways <laughs> we sisters. hope you could follow all this um you know what we're gonna ask you to do subscribe rate and review baby what the fuck who we haven't asked that in so long because we got really bored of saying it but truly it really really makes our day unless you want to tell me that i talked down to mads maybe keep that shit to yourself (laughs) and uh we'll move along quite beautifully but we love you we are so proud so so proud of you yeah so grateful that we have the sisterhood it's like the raddest chicks in the world it's like they're like more than us and most people, well, I guess most people are cooler than oh me. But yeah, I mean, not you. Definitely cooler than you. I don't think that most people are cooler than me. Yeah, that tracks. That yep. tracks. Okay, right. sisters. Love you. Bye. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. 
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.